Hey guys, Tom Laird, voice of advice from a call center geek, CEO at Expedia. Hey, the podcast is brought to you by Expedia Interaction Marketing. We are a 600-seat call center outsourcer. I would love to talk to any of you looking to outsource any of your customer support or your sales functions, looking for political calling or, or just some extra overflow during the holiday season. If you are looking for any type of USA outsourcing support, hit me up. You guys know my LinkedIn. I'd love to talk. This is Advice from a Call Center Geek, a weekly podcast with a focus on all things call center. We'll cover it all from call center operations, hiring, culture, technology, and education. We're here to give you actionable items to improve the quality of yours and your customers' experience. This is an evolving industry with creative minds and ambitious people like this guy. Not only is his passion call center operations, but he's our host. He's the CEO of Expedia Interaction Marketing Group and the call center geek himself, Tom Laird. Hi, everybody. Welcome back. Super excited about today's episode. This is episode 25 of Advice from a Call Center Geek. We're going to talk about how to bring in the best call center agents for your contact center. We're going to talk about a different, some different strategies that we use how we use social media, how we use culture, how we try to manage our brand in, in different job boards to, to make sure that we're bringing in the, the right agents at the right time for the right client that, that really meet our, our expectations and, and meet our culture. My name is Tom Laird. As another quick uh, quick intro for those of you who are, are joining us for the first time. I'm the CEO of Expedia Interaction Marketing. Expedia is a 500-seat BPO call center outsourcer located here in, uh, in northwestern Pennsylvania. The, the goal of Advice from a Call Center Geek, as I say in every episode, is to try to give you actionable items that you can take back to your contact center to, to make improvements, to make improvements to your agents, to make improvements to your quality, to, to help the overall customer experience improve in your call center. So today's episode, I think, is going to have a direct relation and correlation to, to doing some of that, hopefully. We're going to kind of get away again from, from some of the technology podcasts that we've done the last you know four or five, and, and again, in episode 25 here, focus on some getting back down, I guess, to the, to the real contact center floor to get back to the agent. So let's talk about recruitment of call center agents, um, recruitment of middle management, which is you know your supervisors or your, your managers that are on the floor. So the first thing that you need to do to do this properly, because again, let, let's think about this. Anybody can just go hire, right? Anybody can throw a job description and throw that on their website, throw it on Indeed, and then just kind of interview some people. They got some experience, put them on the phones. If you do that, you're setting yourself up for a low-quality, disastrous call center. So let's tweak that process out, and let's let's try to refine it. So the first way we refine it is going back all the way to episode number two where we talked about culture. You need to define the culture of your call center, which could be different from the culture of your actual business, right, if you're an internal call center. But what what type of agent, what type of person are you looking for? And really think that through with your team. So here at Expedia, just to give an example of what we do, right, we have a culture of attitude and effort. It's actually a, a sunshine attitude with an entrepreneurial mindset. Those are that's the culture, the, the kind of the, the the cool you know little bullet points that we can put um, put on a piece of paper. But it really boils down to attitude and effort. So we don't care how much experience you have. We don't care if you've been in the call center industry on the phones for 25 years. What we care about is that you have the proper attitude and you have the right type of effort that you're willing to give us. And those are the people that we want here. How do we do that? Well, just as a, you know, a couple quick examples. When, when we're interviewing, and guys, this thing seems really easy. And it really is. To get to the point of somebody is, 
is instead of just saying, tell me about you or, you know, what was your last job like? You know, talk to the person. Ask them, hey, are you a nice person? Would you call yourself a nice person? If there's some hesitancy or if they're like, well, I don't know about nice, but, you know, I'm, I'm a hard worker, things like that, you know, that kind of gets to the crux of kind of what we're looking for. Um, you know, I love the question of, hey, can you describe yourself? Maybe maybe in, you know, kind of three terms or less. It, describe yourself to me. What what kind of person are you? What are some of the things that you you kind of hold dear? And you can kind of get those. And they don't have to say attitude or effort, but you can kind of get a feel for the type of person and the, the, the type of individual that you're bringing in. So two quick examples. We have about, you know, 15 to 20 different types of questions that we ask through this process to kind of get to the core of, of an attitude and effort. So that's the first thing is, right, define your culture to bring in the best contact and call center agents. The second thing that you need to do, right, takes work, right? And that's you need to manage your brand and manage your call center brand. So if you are an internal contact center within a business, get your own Facebook page, right? Have a, have a you know, XYZ Bank call center Facebook page. Make sure that you're not just, you know, with with that that company and, and just getting lost in the shuffle of a, of a giant organization, Try to get your own branding for your own call center. So when you do have call center agents that are going to look to, to maybe come work for you, they can go specifically to your Facebook page. They can they can kind of see what type of culture you have. You can see the kind of the fun things maybe you're doing on the floor, right? So you need to really maximize your your social channels. So that's everywhere from you know Instagram to Facebook, um, LinkedIn. If you can do that. You know, if you're a BPO kind of like us, or you're just a, a smaller call center, there's a lot of really cool stuff you can do. Let's really quickly talk about that from an engagement standpoint because I think it 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 correlates directly into recruiting. Is use Facebook. You know, we if you go on the Expedia Facebook page, there'll be things like, you know, I'll throw out there, hey guys, the the first fifty employees that you know say something nice about a, a fellow employee, we're going to give a dress down, or I'm going to buy lunch for. You know, things like the last one we did, is I found a really cool podcast by by Seth Godin, and. It really talked about the the real uh, redefining the culture of what customer support is. So, you know, I just said, hey, first twenty five uh, first twenty five employees that that listen to this podcast again, we I think we gave a dress down to. Um, we've done things like say something awesome about Expedia. What are the one things that you like? So you can really use that one as a as not, not only an employee engagement tactic, but then also a tool then that you can send you know possible um, future employees to that they're looking and they can kind of see your culture. So. I would say number one is define your culture. Number two is manage your brand that, that and kind of correlate that to the culture. So let's say you've done that. You say, hey, Tom, I'm ready to go. All right. Well, there's there's four specific or four ways that we like to recruit or we like to advertise to bring people in. Um, and the first one is I think the most cost effective um, and it's social media. So – now this this goes you know with the website. So our our personal website, let's just kind of start here, is kind of the landing page for all of this. So you know, we do have we call it our talent section. We don't call it you know our employee you know, hiring or or any of that. We call it our talent section. So if you go to the Expedia website, we have a talent link. You click on that talent link, and all of our job descriptions and, and all of our open positions are there. So again, you need to have that right. But after that, then we're going to really look to social media. That's been our number one recruiting. Um, channel. So we are constantly on Facebook and it's super cheap, guys. You know, the the, the cost per, per click is is sometimes 25 to 30 cents for, for most of that stuff. We're running Facebook campaigns, you know, for a week for maybe a hundred bucks. 
um, to get to get as many as as twenty to twenty five people in the door from a from a recruitment standpoint. So Facebook has been a kind of a godsend when it comes to the recruiting aspect. We use LinkedIn for middle management programmer positions a little higher up, but I like you know really the Facebook focused on the agents because you can really focus on your areas. Right, so if you, if you're pulling from a a 30 mile radius and you want to really focus on the east side of a city or the west side of a city or an area by a college, you can you can really drill down that deep with with Facebook. The other thing I will tell you though is is be active on your social media. So your Facebook Messenger, if you have chat on your website, make sure that you are answering and speaking back to to, to potential hirees or employees as quickly as you possibly can. There's nothing worse than if somebody asks you a question like, hey, how do I apply on Facebook Messenger? And three days later, you're responding. So have that up. Have it go to somebody's cell phone. Have it in, on one of your agents' um, screen so that they can they can constantly be responding and, and you're staying on top of, of and showing kind of how much you care about, about somebody who's going to come in and, and potentially wants to work for you. All right, so number one is social media. Uh, that's a no-brainer. I think everybody should be on there. If you're a call center, you need to be. Number two is the job boards, right? So the number one job board in the United States that everybody's go to goes to, and you know for a while I thought it was always Monster, but you know it's actually Indeed, right? Indeed is number one, and the number two is is kind of surprising too, which is Glassdoor. So let's talk about these two, right? Indeed, you can you can do for free, right? You can get a free subscription and kind of do a, a specific amount of, of of job descriptions there. Indeed is great, but you're going to get lower quality, but you're going to get higher quantity, right? That's kind of what we have found. So you might have to search through more, but a lot of people go to Indeed. So you, I think you still need to be there. Number two is interesting. And number two is Glassdoor. And Glassdoor is a multifaceted site because number one on Glassdoor, you can have employees post kind of anonymously what they love, what they hate about your organization, right? Glassdoor needs to be managed so if you don't even know about Glassdoor, you need to find your organization's Glassdoor site. We have a lot of our agents, we tell them like, hey guys, can you please go post on our Glassdoor? You know, especially a lot of our our highly engaged um, employees, we make sure that they're trying to post on Glassdoor. So we're always constantly keeping a positive view of Expedia from our agents um, on Glassdoor. The other thing that we are in process of doing, so don't go right now and look at it because our Glassdoor site does not have an enhanced profile. But we've just uh, started that process. So in the next week, today is the, the 21st of May. In the next week, we're going to have an enhanced profile on, on Glassdoor, which means that right now, if you go on the Expedia Glassdoor page, you will see ads for other organizations on there for their hiring. You will see a very basic kind of Outlook website that's kind of on there. So with the enhanced profile, we get to engage our employees put a ton of different content that we want, constantly be updating our Glassdoor page. All of our job openings show up there. No other organizations do. So something that you need to think about too, take a really hard look at Glassdoor because a lot of people are going there not only to look at your reviews, but they're also looking for what your salaries are, how much you're paying. So you need to be able to try to, as best you can, control the narrative in kind of an uncontrollable environment. Do the most and best you can to, to kind of do that. So really take a look at Glassdoor and indeed when it's coming from the job uh, sites, but try to control your Glassdoor as much as you possibly can. That will help with your recruiting. Number three is make some uh, make some allies with some maybe unique and, and maybe not as well thought of um, organizations. 
you know, if you have any veterans groups in your city, if you have any new American groups, you know, uh, we get a lot of our bilingual agents from, it's called the International Institute here in, in Northwestern Pennsylvania. There are a lot of, you know, bilingual Spanish-speaking agents. We've even found some some Chinese and, and Mandarin-speaking agents there. Look at the trade schools, especially for some of your middle management. Those can be really good resources to, to – uh, to interact with and to, to, to really form a bond with. Because once you do that, a lot of times when they find somebody that they know will fit your profile, they're going to reach out to you. So that's been a really cool recruiting method for us as well. And number four is maybe my favorite other than the the, the, the social media aspect of, of the Facebook. But number four is is referrals and internal referrals. So you got to think of this kind of in two ways. Number one, if you like your culture, Right. If you like the agents that are on your floor, then you need to hammer referral campaigns. There's a saying that uh, you are the sum of the five closest people that you hang out with. Right. So again, if you like the people who are hanging out in your call center, if you like the people that are working there, try to get some of their friends in there. On the flip side, if you have a if you have a culture issue, if you have some maybe knuckleheads in your call center that you're trying to weed out, that you know that you have an, an issue with some culture thing, then don't do a referral campaign. Because then you're going to bring in more of that. So referrals are, are are really important and can be a huge tool. You know, and we'll t- we can talk about some referral campaigns. You know, we're, we do things such as, you know, it's five bucks if they come in for an interview. It's ten bucks if they get hired, and then it's five hundred dollars if they're here for ninety days, right? So we're kind of light on the upfront. Give them maybe some lunch money, right? But then if somebody comes for that uh, and they're here for ninety days, you know. It's worth it when you do the cost per lead, really, for or the cost per agent when you you talk about all the different types of uh, of spending that you can do. One thing that I have not said, and one thing that we do not do is is paper ads or digital ads on the newspaper. We have tried to do you know the old school method, and it has been a total and utter disaster. We've done every everything from taking half page ads out here in the uh, in the Erie Times, and it hasn't worked. It has not driven the traffic. We've not gotten the uh, – if you divide the, the amount of leads that we've gotten in or, or the amount of applicants that we've gotten in divided by the cost, it didn't make financial ROI sense. So we have tried to you know, streamline our process to, one, defining our culture, two, managing our brand. And, and our, our, we do a really good job on our social media assets. So everything is constantly trying to be updated let me let me talk about that really fast. So we talked about some of the things that we do on Facebook, Instagram. I've, I've talked about this in a po- past podcast, but you know, pass a camera around your call center. You know, every team maybe once a week take pictures of their team and post all that stuff on Instagram. Anytime that anything cool happens um, in your call center, somebody has a great call. You know, give them a reward. Take a picture. Post that on Instagram. Anything you can do to enhance the culture, to enhance your employee engagement, to you know, to kind of make your your uh, your agents stars. You know, that's really important. Do some testimonials. Like even just take an iPhone and have a have your agent talk for a little bit about you know why they like their job, why they like what they're doing, and and post some of that stuff. That stuff's really important. It can be done really really cheap. But it just kind of takes effort, right? It's, it, none of this stuff really is expensive. But in the world that we're living in now, content is king. So even content when you're talking about recruitment, it's it's really important. So that's kind of what I wanted to, to discuss. I think I think that hopefully that's that's helpful to to all of you who are looking to 
maybe enhance the culture of the people who you're trying to bring in, of the employees that you're trying to bring in, or looking for some different methods or thoughts of, of how to recruit. This is kind of how we do it. This is how we've been very successful, kind of filling our, our 500 seat call center in a time when when you know unemployment is in the Erie area. It's, it's I believe it's 4.1 percent. All of the job applicants they really have the uh, the high road when it comes now because they have a lot of opportunities, especially here in Erie in the call center environment. There's a lot of the hospitals have their call centers here. UPMC, which is a you know large, it's University of Pittsburgh Medical Center, has their insurance. Contact center here in Erie. Um, Erie Insurance is a Fortune 500 company. All their call center operation is here. So, you know, we're recruiting against some some big guys, and we're doing really well because of what we're doing from an engagement standpoint, how we're working our social media, how we're trying to hire for culture, doing referral campaigns, and then really, again, working that that social media in, in job board angle. Next week, we're going to, again, talk about – Retaining, so right. It's really great when you have call center agents and you've hired the right ones. But now, how do you keep them, right? And we know that retention and turnover is such a a heavy topic in the in the call center universe that you know we want to definitely devote maybe one or or even two um, two episodes to, uh, to to retention. So at the end, uh, the end here, I. I want to just, you know, again, talk about some of the uh, social media assets that we do have as well on the call center geek side, uh, outside of the Expedia side. So please, if you can, you know, like us on Twitter, like us on Facebook, all of our LinkedIn pages as well. So we're trying to post as, as much cool content as we can to, to try to help people out there. So, so check all that stuff out. And again, there is advice from a call center geek book that is on Amazon that talks about a lot of these these kind of topics and more of a obviously in a book format that you can maybe take some notes on with with when we're doing the podcast. And we are we're coming out with a new book as well um, that will be out this fall and we're very close to to coming up with our 101 games to play in your contact center. So I'm going to offer that free to anybody who listens or subscribes to the podcast. We'll have a, you know, coming out in the next couple months, I'll have a landing page with a with a couple codes that you can kind of put in to to get your book for free. Again, I'm not trying to make any money on this. I just want to kind of help the call center universe with, with some of the things that we found very successful. So again, thank you guys uh, very much for listening. Hopefully this episode helped you. And I will talk to you next week when we discuss, we t- talk about retention and, and holding on to your call center reps. Thank you guys very much. Talk to you next week. This has been advice from a call center geek. Thanks for listening. Subscribe to the show so you're the first to hear next week's episode. Jam-packed with actionable takeaways you can implement ASAP. Chime in with your thoughts on the episode on Twitter at from underscore geek and on Instagram at call underscore center underscore geek. Also, take a look at our contact center operations book by the same name, Advice from a Call Center Geek on Amazon. This podcast is sponsored by ExpediaUSA.com. 